Welcome to TR Talks, where your host, Team Rajpal, talks everything Toronto and GTA real estate, from buying, selling, leasing, investing, and rental management. An unfiltered conversation with industry experts helping you stay up to date with the market. Hello, Yvonne, and welcome to this episode of TR Talks Toronto Real Estate. Uh, Yvonne is joining us. She is a very experienced uh, mortgage broker, been in the mortgage industry for 28 years, currently with Clear Trust Mortgages. Um, I always like to think of Yvonne as like a solution finder. And so thank you for joining us today. And we're talking about something very interesting and exciting and, and fairly unknown to a lot of people, and that is reverse mortgages. So thank you. Thank you, Geeta, for having me here today. Yes, that is a topic which is very close to my heart. And I'd like to help more people that I can to get into this program. Like you said, it is not something that everybody knows. A lot of the reverse mortgages have got bad crap. And the thing is, you need to understand the product. And hopefully that is something I can do today. Amazing. And so I guess just as a very first question um, for somebody wondering, what is exactly a reverse mortgage? Okay, so in the mortgage industry, there are two types of mortgages. One is your standard mortgage, the other is the reverse. So in a standard mortgage, you take the maximum amount of your the payment, sorry, mortgage principal that you can get and you pay it down through your life. Right. The second is the reverse. You get a conservative amount of money. No payment is required. However, the interest is accumulated, is added to your principal. So during your lifetime, you do not have to make the payment. Now, important factor here is that you can make the payment if you want. So it is a solution for retired people who cannot go to the bank and qualify on a mortgage. They're sitting on a property that is a lot of equity, but they don't have the income to be able to access that money. A reverse mortgage is your stepping stool here. Okay. It gets you the money that you need without having to touch your RSPs, no tax implications. It is just your money. You want to make the payment? You make the payment. Don't want to make the payment? Don't make the payment. I have clients who have benefited from both sides. So this is amazing, for sure. And this is amazing. So essentially, a reverse mortgage is ideal for retirees, people that don't have a regular income, have equity in their home, and they want to be able to access it. Is that a fair? Is that a fair way of putting it? Okay. So so exact explanation. Perfect. Now, what, so ideal, I guess, like you said, for somebody that is not um, earning an income or is a retiree, could it, could it work for somebody that, for example, is not necessarily retired, but now they're out of a job, they don't have, they don't have an income? Could it work there? Or is that? Unfortunately, it doesn't work for them. Because at the age of 55, Mm -hmm. you get 15% of your property value. You got to understand that they have to factor it in such a way that you never cross the value of your home. 
So someone in their 40s, 50s, not a good choice. Right. Okay. And so it would be ideal for, uh, basically, the older you are, the better this option is for you. Yes. So what would you say then, um, what would you say would be a couple of advantages um, for somebody to take a reverse mortgage? Okay, let me say, answer that with an example. Please. I have a client who was in about 75 and her, she's got two sons. Sons wanted to buy a property. Now, what we did do for her is we did a reverse on her house. We gave her enough of money to be able to do the renovations she needed in her house. And she gave each of the sons money to be able to buy their principal residence. Instead of waiting till a time when you pass away and it becomes your inheritance, this is a way in which you can give the inheritance to your kids while you are still living. Phenomenal. You can see the benefit of what you are giving them right now. So what they chose in this case, you do have the option of being able to make a payment every month or not. Her sons chose to make the payment. Okay. Each one got about Mm 150,000. They made the payments on that 150,000. So at the end of 10 years, whatever time that she's got left, they are going to make that payment and they will still have the same principle. So in, in some ways then, so this is amazing because it's offering you so many opportunities um, and your family can benefit. Uh, is it, how is it different then from a HELOC? So a HELOC, first of all, you have to qualify. Mm-hmm. Here, the only qualification is your age and the ownership of your house. So if there is, let's say, a husband and wife, then you take the own, the age of the lower person, the younger person. Right. Because as long as you are living in that house, nobody has access to it. You are the owner of your house. You never, ever lose ownership. Okay? So that is all mm. that is required for a line of credit. The interest rates here are more or less equivalent to a line of credit. You have the choice, like a line of credit, to take the money lump sum Mm -hmm. or to take regular small installments, let's say, to upgrade your standard of living. That was actually going to be my next question. Like, how can you take a lump sum? And clearly from your example, that lump sum is possible um, and a monthly payment is possible. Is a combination of the two possible? Yes. Combination of the two is possible as well. Because here's what happens. We don't know what is going to happen tomorrow. Right. Right. Sometimes health issues come up and you need money in a rush. Mm -hmm. That's when this thing, if you set this up earlier, this is like having a line of credit on your house that you can access. Amazing. That's what it is. On a line of credit, you got to make the mortgage payment or the interest payment. And here you do not. On this, you do not. You can choose to, but you do not have to. That's the difference. It gives you benefits. Let's say if a spouse is in hospital and you need the money, you access the money. Don't worry about the repayment. And what, so what are the costs involved? Because obviously the bank is not doing this out of their good, (laughs) you know, their good intentions. Uh, So what are the costs involved? Like, how does it work when you look at interest rates? Like, what does that come down to when you're talking dollars and cents? 
So the, the setup cost is very, very low. Your legal, your appraisal, just like any other mortgage, there is a setup fee of something like $1,000. Okay. One-time setup fee. Then you make the pay, take out the money as you need. So your banking charges as usual. Now, the only thing is when you set this up, you're setting it up for the next 15, 20 years, hopefully, or maybe at least five or 10 years. Okay. So at this point, the, the, that, the bank is the reverse mortgage bank is not looking to make money out of you except through the interest. And the interest as of today, I looked it up, is somewhere between 6.84 to 8.49. The longer the term, the smaller the interest rate because you are going to look at it as a long-term investment, right? Correct. Yes. And where else can somebody who is retired with no income, um, where else are they going to be able to access those kinds of funds uh, to be able to better their own lives? Nowhere else outside of a reverse mortgage. It's only through, there are lots of institutions that do reverse mortgages. I myself have access to at least three of them. But the thing you got to understand is what is my repayment? What am I signing up for? Mm -hmm. So let's presume in a few years, five years, 10 years, you decide you want to go to an old age home or you go into a nursing home or you pass away and you want to close this out. So at that point, the home is does not belong to the bank, to the reverse mortgage bank, just like in any other bank, they will give you six months to proceed, sell it and pay them off. Or you can choose to do it, the estate can choose to do it themselves. Right. Okay. No, it's just like any other mortgage. That is what we need to understand. And call me, I can go through it with everyone. And it's the, the best benefit of this is that you don't have to wait till your parents pass away or the parents don't have to wait till they pass away to give the money to their kids we all work today for our kids for our family absolutely so it is a warm gift you can give yeah it you're during your lifetime so um and and again it's it's for your kids but it's also you can improve your own lifestyle if you're choosing to smart size for example so for those for those clients that are retired and the home is maybe getting a little too much for them, but you're happy in your home. You don't want to actually move out. And there are ways to smart size and stay in your home. A reverse mortgage is probably going to be an excellent option to help with that. Get you the funding that you need to smart size and then the extra cash flow as well, just to improve your living standards. Exactly. Okay. Now, so question, um, I'm now thinking of an example of clients that are free and clear. Okay. So they, um, have their property, there is no mortgage on it and they've moved to a nursing home. They've already moved to a nursing home. Now they may rent the property out or they may leave it vacant is, is there something that they could do? Is there any option for them here? If they wanted so in to... In this case, I am presuming that they are not coming back. They are in they're not. No. They are not coming. No. So 
if they have rented it, then that will be also an income you can get. You can set up a uh, reverse. The, the thing question here would be, what are you going to use the money for? Do you need the money now? Is it better for you to sell right out? Or should we set up a reverse? For whatever reason, you want to, let's say, set up a reverse? Absolutely. Okay, so this is, this is great. Uh, this is great because, um, uh, and, you know, we're discovering and, and in talking with a lot of clients, there are the short-term um, residences that a lot of seniors are going to while they're waiting for a more permanent solution um, in terms of long-term care. Right. So the short term care facilities, they can rack up bills eight to nine to ten thousand dollars, Yvonne. And this is when like this is in this case, it's a couple. So maybe for one person, it could be forty five hundred to five thousand. If there's no income, all the rental is getting you is, let's say, twenty five hundred. They and that's just the cost of the 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 facility. This is not the cost for anything else that they might need, you know, just from a personal standpoint. So um, I think it's actually very encouraging to hear that a reverse mortgage is an option in these scenarios. Absolutely, it is an option. It's a lifesaver, actually, because at that point, you don't want to have to ask your kids for money. Of course. This is still your money, right? You built up, you worked hard to pay off that mortgage. Might as well benefit from it. You might as well take what you need and the rest of it will still go to your kids. There will never be a point where you will owe more than the value of your house. And if that at all does happen, then you're still responsible only up to the value of your house. That's another benefit. Why wouldn't you do that? Exactly. No, that, I mean, it's almost, well, you know, it's almost like it's too good to be true. So I do have to ask you the question. What what are the disadvantages, if any, or why should somebody not consider a reverse mortgage? So a reverse mortgage has got a lot of bad, um, bad crap, I would say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Bad crap. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing is that you, if you understand it, you will see it as a solution. There are lots of people who think getting a mortgage is not the right thing to do because you're going to pay someone interest. In a reverse, you are going to pay someone interest. To give you an example, the interest rate is somewhere between 6.84 and 8.49. Mm-hmm. Okay? 8.49 being a six-month term. Okay. Now... When you take a line of credit at this present time, you are paying 7.7 and you need to make the payment. So in this case, you would be able to to make the payment or not make the payment. The disadvantage, however, is that this is not a short term solution. You need to think about it because all your expenses are upfront. There is nothing behind the scenes. Right. So. If you are going to do a mortgage for, let's say, one year, two years, there could be cheaper ways to do it. You could get a private for almost the same rate. But if you're thinking two, three, four, five, six years, actually till five years, then this is the cheaper option. The main thing, the main disadvantage of reverse mortgages is that it's a little difficult to understand. I'm getting money, but I don't need to make money. Exactly. It's difficult to wrap your brain around. 
Yeah, you know, like what's the catch? What's the point? Mm-hmm. I can show you calculations where it shows that instead of you, let's say your installment interest rate was about $1,000 every month, then you're not making that $1,000 payment. You can, but you're not. So that $1,000 gets added to your principal. Let's say you took 200000 Now your balance is 201000 Right. That's so, how it works. so let's just use an example and like, you know, as we wrap up, let's take a home valued at a million dollars and let's say it is, it's all, it's free and clear. Let's, you know, so it's a million dollars, it's free and clear. What, up to how much could a homeowner get? And I mean, I'm not going to hold you to these numbers, just even if you just give me broad, a broad idea up to how much can, um, a homeowner access using a reverse mortgage and then, yeah. And then are they, you know, let's say they're now looking at this option for 10 years, but then, you know, it's for 10 years. What could that look like? Like they've, they've gotten X amount and maybe they're paying up to X amount in interest, but at the end of that term. Right. So let's presume that the client is 70 years old. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they're taking 40% of the value. Okay. 40% of the value would be 400,000. They would get 400,000 today. Mm -hmm. Right. On 400,000, give me a second here, 400,000 times, let's go with an interest rate of Mm 6.84% divided by 12. So every month there would be a payment of twenty two eighty, right? That's the interest okay. they would pay on the four hundred thousand. But they are choosing not to make the payment, so it is twenty seven thousand three sixty. What we would add to the principal. I'm not going to do the compounding factor here, right? But just in five years, let's say, it would be hundred and thirty six thousand eight hundred. So your principal in five years, you've not made a single dollar payment. You've taken 400000 So it would be 536800 Your property is worth a million dollars. Right. Okay. So from a million dollars, so this, give me a second here, 1 million minus 536800 Your estate would still get 463 200. This is without you making a single dollar payment for this. So tell me something. If you are choosing to make the monthly payments, is then the 400 remains constant. You right. The payment of 2,280. Like my client, they both decided that they wanted to make the payment so that it does not. So there were the two sons who were there, mm-hmm. and then there was a sister who was not getting anything at this point. They didn't want her to be impacted. Mm-hmm. So the two of them made that payment every month. Right. And then at the end of the five years, 10 years, 20 years, doesn't matter. Your principal is still 400,000. Now, is there a benefit to somebody that chooses to make the monthly payment versus somebody that says, I don't want to make any payment? Or is it exactly the same? If it is for a gift for a child, right? And instead of them waiting till the inheritance comes their way, they're getting it now. Mostly I find that the kids are willing to make the payment, especially if there are other siblings. But if it is for your own lifestyle, right? 
there's no point in you drawing money to pay it back. No. So you might as well let it accumulate into the mortgage. So I think based on what you've said, Yvonne, such valuable information, because yes, there is this demographic that has this mindset um, and not to generalize, but a lot of people that are looking at the interest that is going out and that is being paid versus the benefit of accessing a large amount of equity. And if you have a need for a few hundred thousand dollars, whether to share with your family and loved ones or whether to use for your own lifestyle and improvement and day-to-day living even, then, and you have no other way of accessing that, then would it not be worth the, uh, the interest payment that comes out at the end, you're not necessarily paying it every month if you choose not to, then why Mm -hmm. not consider a reverse mortgage? I mean, to me, it makes perfect sense, but then I'm not everybody. And um, for anybody that does have questions on this, question for you, Yvonne, are you able, because more often than not, these are seniors, um, you know, at different ages and stages of their health and personal life, Um, Are you mobile and would you consider visiting uh, them in person at their homes? And I'm sorry, don't mean to put you on the spot. Absolutely, I would. I would love to do that. That's the exact same calculation I did for my client, the one who bought, who did the reverse and gave the money to her sons. So you're looking at about $27,360. If you buy a house today, in a year, that's in a year, right? Then that's on 400000 So in a year, will the property that you're buying today go up in value by 27360 Then in that case, you did a good thing by giving the money to your kids today. Makes sense. Because your cost is... You got to buy the property that your kids got to buy their property today at today's value. And the cost is the 27,360. And this again is on 400,000. So if your property went up in value, you did a smart move because their kids are going to get much more than the 27,360. That's exactly right. And, you know, and and obviously hoping that everybody's lives are extended and long. And let's say you're now in your home, free and clear. That money's not doing anything for you. And you're here hopefully for 20, 25 years. Are your children going to be able to do the same thing that they could do with that money 20 years, 30 years from now versus what they could do with it today? Exactly. That's what you got to think, that your value of your dollar today, presuming even that your property is not going to go up in value. But we know the fact is your property is going to go up in value. But that money is wasted opportunity because that money is not earning anything for you. But if you give it to your kids today, then they can start making returns on that money. It's multiplying effect, right? Absolutely. Give it as a warm gift. Yeah. And you have the benefit, the emotional benefit of seeing them grow with something you helped them achieve. That's absolutely right. Unless, of course, I mean, you know, you do not want your kids to have anything. That's a totally different conversation. But, uh, <laughs> <Totally> different <thing. laughs> but that being said, 
Uh, very valuable information. Thank you, Yvonne, for this. And I would say to our listeners that, um, of course, you will have Yvonne's details in the show notes. So you can always reach out and ask her for a one-on-one call or visit in person. Um, I know that a lot of our listeners will be adult kids looking out for their parents. Um, And so this could be an option for them for sure. And, uh, you know, as always, please follow and share this podcast with your family and friends, comment and ask questions and make requests on topics you'd like us to cover. This was actually a request, um, from some of our clients, Yvonne. So thank you for joining. And, um, we're hoping, uh, to see you back on the next one. Thank you, Gita. It was always a pleasure working with you. Okay. Take care. care. Bye. Bye. TR Talks is hosted by members of Team Rajpal with Remax. Rajiv Rajpal and Xerxes Barucha are brokers. Gita Rajpal and Nicholas Ip are sales representatives. All registered with the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board, Real Estate Council of Ontario, and Canadian Real Estate Association. This podcast is for informational purposes only and not for financial or investment advice. Please do your own due diligence.